gather around boys and girls. It's time for episode 37 of the best podcast in the world. I know it. It's coming. It will be in fruition. Gathering Strength Podcast with your boy, Ruby Rube, and the DJ. The DJ Khalid hit him with another one. Thank you so much, DJ Khalid, for hitting me with that. And in return, I'm going to be hitting y'all with some game, with some knowledge, with some wisdom, and of course, the shenanigans. You can always count on me to bring plenty of shenanigans. Now, what am I going to be talking about today? Am I going to talk about how... Picasso used to scribble little doodles on napkins for cigarettes in his hometown of New York. Yeah, that's right. He he wouldn't even carry around money. He was one of the few artists to experience fame while he was alive, and he knew it. So rather than carrying around money, he would carry around little scraps of paper, and he'd do a little doodle, and he would give that to them for money. No, I'm not going to be talking about that, even though I just did. But that's not what the meat and potatoes is in regards to this episode. Now, what am I going to be talking about? I'm going to be talking about something that could potentially help you gain some power back. Ooh, yeah, because right now there's something that rules over you. And you, you don't even know it. But that something is... Definitely, absolutely, 100% stopping you from reaching a higher level than where you're at. And the concept is this. Drum roll. Let nothing rule you. And when I say let nothing rule you, that's what I mean. Let nothing rule you. For example, let's say you have a fitness goal. You know, I'm not going to use fitness. Let's say you have a financial goal. You want to save up to buy a a car, right? Or let's say you want to save up to buy a house. As you can tell, these thoughts and these concepts, they are organized and I stick to a script. But... I'm just going to keep going. So um, let's say, let's say, you, you know, I'm going to go back. Fitness, because that's what I'm all about. I want you to have a buff body, buff bank, buff mind, buff everything. And let's say you have a fitness goal because, hey, the fitness industry is a billion dollar industry. We all want to lose some weight, right? So let's say you have your fitness goal. You imagine yourself being much stronger than what you are. You imagine yourself looking much sexier in that full-length mirror in which you stand in front of naked every single day. And you're like, you know what? I'm way too flabby. So I'm going to set this high lofty goal. And you're, you're, you're all about it. You have the highest energy level for that day. And guess what happens at come lunchtime? At your job... The damn manager or whoever brings in some donuts to reward their employees 
with pizza and donuts. And you had the highest intention earlier that morning, right? When you were getting ready, you were like, you know what? I'm going to hit these fitness goals and there's going to be nothing that stops me. Nothing can stop me from me meeting my goal. Except for these damn donuts. You had all the intentions of doing the right thing. But the thing that you put in between yourself and your fitness goal is a donut. Now ask yourself, why? You know what that donut tastes like. It's going to taste good. Yeah, sure. You know, it's it's a treat. Donuts are meant to do exactly what they're meant to do, which is taste good. But how much better is it going to taste when you look at yourself in the mirror and you are proud of the body that you sculpted and carved out and gave to yourself? What is How good is that going to taste? How good is that going to feel? But instead, we let the donut dictate where we go. We let the donut tell us what we're going to do. The donut says, hey, I know you have these lofty goals, but you're going to stay right here with me. I know that I'm anthropomorphizing a donut. Donuts can't talk. Donuts are neither good nor bad. Donuts are just... um, deep fried dough with frosting on it but they have so much power right these these little glazed treats even though they have no life into them they rob us of so much of our life we give them our goal our dreams and our desires and i'm just using the universal um donut that we all have come to know and love I'm I'm just using that as the universal uh, thing that blocks us go ahead and substitute ice cream are we given all of our sovereignty and energy and desires and dreams and goals to ice cream well We may know, our spirit knows where it wants to take us. Our mind and our heart knows where it wants to take us. But that donut says, "Uh uh-uh, you are going to stay right here with me and you are going to consume me. You're going to put me in your body. You're going to let me do the walking and talking for you. I tell you where you can go, where you can't go, what you can do and what you can't do. Once again, I'm anthropomorphizing ice cream. We know there's ice cream is neither good and or nor bad. It doesn't talk. But it it does what it does to us. Now, in the aspect of let nothing rule you, when we allow these little things, these childish these childish treats to rob us of our desires and ultimately the better version of ourselves from coming into fruition when you look at it for what it is 
That is exactly what's happening. We're letting that sugary treat, that deep dish pizza, that whatever constitutes as being unhealthy and knowingly being unhealthy, that's something that has power over us. And when that treat or when that unhealthy food item calls for us and we have that that internal struggle that we wrestle with, we're like, oh man, I gotta answer the call. Once again, we're giving in our power. And maybe you haven't thought about it that way. We let all that crap have power and dominion over us when it should be the other way around. And think about it. We have eaten all the ice cream. We know what it tastes like. We've eaten all the pizza. We know what it tastes like. We have had all the candy. We have had all the sweets, all the pies, all the milkshakes. We've had it all. And we know where it leads us when it's not consumed responsibly. Those things are not supposed to be consumed every single day. You know, we are blessed, but sometimes if we're not careful, those blessings can turn into curses. We, we live in a time of abundance. Uh, for example, my family, we are blessed with friends, with family, with beautiful weather. We're blessed with weekends, luxury time, and there's always an ample opportunity to celebrate with some cake or some pie come home and just be grateful to be alive and celebrate that with you know some ice cream let's go out for ice cream let's go out for this let's go out for that we know where where it all leads and there's such a a thing as too much of a good thing and because we know what it all tastes like Let's come to the realization that we're not missing out. We're not missing out on all those tastes. What we are missing out on is a stronger body, a higher level of confidence, a more disciplined concept of life. So when I say let nothing rule over you, take inventory of the things that you consume And ask yourself, who is in control? Are you consuming this thing because you voluntarily are choosing to consume it? Or are you consuming it because the internal struggle and conflict that resides within you is too great and you can't stop yourself? Well, if that is the matter of the fact, then I would urge you to take your power back. I would urge you to show that thing that you are in charge, that you are the boss, and that thing that you serve, that inanimate object, you control it, not the other way around. And once again, I used the sugary treats, the the donut, uh, but... 
these things that have potential to rule over us, it's not just food, anything. So take inventory of yourself and ask yourself, am I doing this because I want to? Or is it because there's a, there is a tantrum, a tantrum being thrown internally and I'm doing this behavior ultimately to pacify to pacify the little inner child that's throwing a fit within me. And that's something that that resonated with me when I was having these thoughts and these feelings. And uh, one thing that I struggled with with stopping or gaining control back over was, was alcohol. And I had that internal struggle to where I would tell myself, you know, hey, this weekend I'm not going to drink. And then, you know, Thursday, Friday would come, get off work, it's a nice day. And maybe the opportunity didn't fully present itself for me to have a drink Friday. And I would celebrate, I'd I'd be like, all right, great, I didn't drink this Friday night. But hey, Saturday, there's a barbecue at the park. The weather's going to be nice, all your friends and family are going to be there. But I told myself that this is what's stifling my growth. And this is the internal conflict that I'm having. And my spirit is directing me. And my spirit is telling me, hey, get control back over your life. And get control back by stopping this childish behavior. Now, sobriety for me... That wasn't the goal to be to be sober, like you know. So to be drunk or you know to, to to drink a beer, to eat these treats, that's neither good or bad. Everything in moderation, even moderation. Sometimes it's good to tear your blouse open and howl at the moon in the middle of the night with a little buzz. You know, there's a, we, we can argue that that's good for you every every now and then. But there's a difference between that because you deliberately chose to to act that way and then having no control over your impulses. Now, when you start to analyze your life and start to realize these things that, that have power over you and you start to take those, nip those things in the bud and start to take that little power back, Now you start to become more powerful. Now you start to dictate what you do and what you consume. And you start to move in a way that you want to move. Not because you are being manipulated by all of these little things that call to you and get you to act in a way that that product gets you to act. Now going back to the, the little struggle that that I had I had mentioned that hey you know that Friday that Friday came and I celebrated because I abstained from drinking but then yes Saturday I'm at that barbecue or I'm at this nice downtown spot and I have that internal struggle I'm wrestling with myself because I have realized and acknowledged a weakness and I have a choice am I going to drink or am I not Now I'm wrestling with my spirit. I'm wrestling with the higher calling of myself. And there was many times when I I gave into that and I would have the drink. I gave into the impulse and I would would feel like crap. I'd feel like I sold myself short. 
But then, you know, once again, prayer prayer and push-ups is a little philosophy that I live by and continue to pray, continue to uh, do these push-ups. And I started to gain some strength, started to gain some discipline. And then I remember the first time when I was able to abstain from having a beer. It was, uh, it was a summer. And... It was in the summer, and I had gotten invited to go downtown to watch a friend perform. They were they were doing some musician uh, musicianship thing, and a beautiful day. If you've ever been to downtown Livermore, uh, there's a lot going on. And I accepted the invitation, and I knew that I was going to be tempted. But once again, I was confident. I was I was going to go play with fire. And I rode my bike downtown, and I had this water bottle. And I meet up with my my buddy, and I'm watching his wife sing. Beautiful, beautiful, talented couple. And the the bar is five feet away from me. And I'm like, nope, that's not what I came here to, here to do. That's what the old Reuben would do. Not me today. And I was there for maybe about 45 minutes or an hour. I kept it short and sweet. And I ended up leaving. And on the ride home, I felt so good. I was like, fuck yeah. Good job, Rube. I I, I celebrated with myself. And you, you know what I did? What I did was I went home. And my, my wife and my kids, they were out and about somewhere, maybe over my in-laws in, a, in another town. And what I did was I, I went and ran eight miles. I was training for a marathon. And then so I had the elation of finally, finally being tempted with something and then having the strength to abstain from it. And then I doubled down. And rather than participating in a old routine, which let's say if I would have had that drink, I know where that leads me. One, I know what the beer is going to taste like. I know what the buzz is going to feel like. And you know, that one beer is going to turn into two. Two is going to turn into four. And then four is going to turn into shit-faced. And that, that, old, um, that old pattern... Is just going to be, be become more entrenched. But I was able to break that cycle. And I felt empowered. And I felt great on the ride home. And then I went for a run. An eight mile run. And during that run, I was thinking about what I just did. And I thought to myself, you know what? I've broken a cycle in which I was... I had a huge... A huge inclination to go down that path. I was so thankful that I had the strength to not go down that path. And then I was so thankful that I was going on a run instead. Now that day I had the choice to do something which was old and familiar. Just get shit-faced and status quo. But instead, I chose to go out and run eight miles to train for this marathon or this Ironman, whatever I had in the books at that time. 
And during that run, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I just did two great choices. I said no to weakness, and I said yes to the strength. And for any man, for any man to be faced with those two options, hey, I'm rooting for you. I will root for that everyday man, that archetype, that person who has those choices, who's familiar with the the ending scene and then chooses, nah, not, not today. And then they go and do something that makes them stronger. I'll root for that every single day. I'll, I will cheer harder for that person than one of these multi-million dollar sports athletes. So, hey, I'm rooting for you. And I'm rooting for myself. We're going to keep going. It's onward. It's always onward. Let nothing rule over you. Take the power back. Analyze these things that make you feel like you're throwing a tantrum internally. That thing that you want to stop but can't stop. As soon as you have that breakthrough and you take that power back, you gain. You gain your independence back. You gain your strength back. And what does that look like? To me, that, that's beautiful. That's beauty. That's poetry. And if you are too weak, too timid, too feeble to take that power back, then you have found your master. You have found your opponent that will checkmate you every single time. Yep, this is chess. Life is not checkers. So, let's let's learn the moves and the strategies and the tools and the coping mechanisms. Whatever we have to do to take the power back from those inanimate objects that we give our energy, time, vitality, health, goals, desires, future, and dreams to. Let's cast all that to the side because a better, stronger, more evolved version of yourself is waiting for you. There's a version of yourself in the future three months from now that if you identify the right things to do, that person is rooting for you. That three-month person out on the horizon that stronger version of you is, is waiting for you. That person is waiting for you to come into fruition, to step into that glory, to step into that light. Let's not keep that person waiting any longer. I know that my three-month version of myself is out there. And that person is going to be a little bit stronger, a little bit smarter. That person is going to have a word or two or five or ten new words to improve and enrich my vocabulary to help me speak and identify and point out and specify exactly what it is that I don't want, how I feel, and what I do want. Because when a person can speak and identify and articulate 
Hey, words have power. So once again, this podcast, let nothing rule over you. Let nothing rule you. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, or you like anything that I say, go ahead and give me a like, a follow, a subscribe, a share. Tell your boy, and until then, it's onward, always onward.